Welcome to All Kinds. I'm Haya. And I'm Yehudis. And today we're going to be talking about Kimono She Better Don't. <laughs> With our legacy of history and colonization, when is it cultural appropriation or when is it just appreciation and celebration? Celebrities aren't the only one in the crosshairs. How do we navigate all the do's and don'ts while showing some love and respect? Absolutely. And I would like to say on that note, we live on colonized land, but so do other countries that I don't feel are getting the same respect. Turkey has not yet, you know, they colonize. Most lands, I would say, unless you're Aboriginal, right? right? So let's just get that out of the way. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I think we're apologizing for it, which we should be, but, you know, I'm not giving away my apartment. Well, it's not even that. It's that um, a lot of things that we just wear even, I mean, obviously some are blatant examples. So the whole thing was this week, Adele showed some pride at her local Jamaican West Indian festival. She grew up in this neighborhood and now even us in uh, Cotonej, they have a festival, but she wore a Jamaican flag like bikini and the little knots. The Bantu knots. Right. Now, here's the deal. The Jamaican community came to her rescue and said, hey, she's from here. She's celebrating. We're cool with it. This is appreciation not appropriation and i thought to myself oh darn i've worn those knots i think it's the way that she's taking the photo um she doesn't she does like a little insecure smile she's not really well, she's owning got her the new look. look yeah this is a new look for her though you have to understand like her she was i much, guess i mean i i don't care her that vibe. much but i think you have to put in context we find out she's dating this black rapper she's dating and then she's from the neighborhood stuff. where they have this festival right but you know she never before really showed any type of appreciation well, the, so the community is saying that oh she did appreciate beyonce she did a whole tribute to her maybe over appreciated beyonce did she dress up in her? No, but she's like, I, you know, when she accepted an award, Beyonce, I think you're amazing. Like, don't do that either. Accept the award, you know. Well, she's in love with Beyonce. They should do a duet, actually. They I should. would love to see that. No, but I was thinking about it because at one point, I, um, in the early 2000s, I would say, end of the 90s, I had bleach blonde long hair and I was, I guess we're going to call it skater chic. <laughs> I don't know. But Sorry, keep in mind the year. My... Oh, no. Too much hair on that one. Okay. Yeah. So I worked with these women. And they were all of African Canadian or African American right. heritage. And they said to me, we need to braid your hair. And I was like, you know what? I've never done that. I was the only white person there. Absolutely. So I said, you know what? Sure. Like anyway. And they said they went easy on me. It was the most painful experience. They were like, no, girl, they're not that tight. They did the box braids. Think like Bo Derek, Right. But that's different as opposed to. No, girl, I'm walking in the streets with these. Long I think braids. what people have a problem with, especially, you know, with people like Kim Kardashian or, or yeah. Kylie Jenner. Um, they never actually give out the credit when credit's due. When you just said you got your hair done by black women that insisted, right? Right, but you wouldn't and, know this on the street. Right, but it doesn't matter. You could obviously, it was the way it was right. done. Where When Kim Kardashian does braids, magazines will say, do the Kim Kardashian box braids. And, oh, oh. And, and she doesn't actually ever correct them. Okay. Um, and, you know, I think also the Kardashians, just because someone has black boyfriends or black husbands or, you know, Jewish friends, they could still be anti-Semitic, racist. Um, I personally always think Khloe Kardashian is racist because the way she treats her best friend Malika, she treats her like garbage. Don't forget with Jordan Woods, they treated like horrible. Well, I know the Internet seems to think they've been slowly morphing into African-American women. Absolutely. Yeah. And they have because, you know, the spray tans... We like to get our spray tans, but their spray tans have been getting darker and darker and darker. And she does the baby hairs. I mean, white people, if we do have baby hairs, 
it's not as pronounced as black women's. But when is it okay? Like it's okay, but just be like, oh, I'm loving this style. You know, thanks, black women, for the baby hair pop. You know what I mean? Like something like that of that magnitude. And when you're an Adele or a Kim Kardashian, you got to give credit when credit's due. Now, if you're, you know, like you eight years old getting your braids done. No, I was not eight. That's the thing. How old are you? Sixteen? No, like twenty. So twenty. You know, it's not going to be a big deal. But we all know those women who on the street i'm not saying in you know on film but on the street who date black guys i remember i saw on reddit um there was the white girl dating a black guy starter kit the thin eyebrows gelled up hair i mean there is that type too i always found that strange so in my day they used to have a term they would call it um a wigger which is not a flattering term and i remember one summer i was about 15 here and i'm very pale guys and i had a friend who was moroccan and she looked amazing she was like 5'11 but she was very into crisscross at the time, uh, you know, and she had that whole look. We grew up in a neighborhood that was very multicultural called Coltonish, and she was in the heart of it, living near right. the plaza. And she did date African-Americans, and she invited me to something called a soca party. That was my first one. And, oh, no, I was 16. I remember this because I had gone to a sweet 16 party, and I was, I guess, what you would call looking very Caucasian at the time in a little red <laughs> look dress. look very white. We are. So she just gave me the address. She's like, it's some basement church in Coltonish. You know, and I was like, whatever. Right. Anyway, I show up and holy crap, I'm definitely and everyone just thought she was black. It's not that she wouldn't admit she wasn't black. If you asked her, she would say, but she wore the hoops, the Nike gold. She had a Nike nose ring, actually. Right. Nike. And that was seen as she, she was very in the culture, but she wasn't pretending. You know what I mean? Like, that's just who she was. And she was accepted. But I stood out. That's just they were funny on the street. You know, on the media, they make the racist seem so divided. But when you're actually in the streets, it's They're a totally welcoming. different... Right. They don't want to be treated like, oh, you know, I'm a victim or, oh, you know, it's like Jews. Like, you'll never meet a Holocaust survivor who calls herself a victim. They'll be like, I'm a survivor. The victims are the one that's dead. Like, that's how it is on yeah. the street. And... and- and I think, but I find a lot of the white girls feel like they have to be a wigger to get into the lifestyle. This is the problem. But you don't. Especially in the media, when you have a rapper called Bad Baby, you guys might know her from the Dr. Phil, you know, catch me outside. How about that? You know, she recently I don't know did some is. type of black fishing where she looks completely black. That's the term. And, black fishing. And it's wrong. And you, you know, that at that point, like the Rachel Dolezals and stuff. Well, speaking of that, that was huge news today. There's a Rachel Dolezal 2.0. And her name is something Jessica, Jessica Krug. Krug. But you know what? She admitted that, you know what? I deserve to be canceled and all that. She is saying that, but apparently she took a diversity hire. She was pooping on the other women of color and they're like ideas. It's just not good, you know? And, <laughs> not- and you know, I always say Jewish people are, we love when people appropriate ours because, you know, yeah, when I delighted. see bagels, like in Vancouver, we have rosemary rock salt bagel and they're doing it with a brick oven. I'm like, oh my God, my <laughs> culture, this is amazing. Do I care that a non-Jewish person owns it? No. Do Italians care that Domino's is making pizza and completely appropriated pizza? We all know that's not real pizza. No. There's certain things that are fine. Like, I would be okay if someone broke the glass at their non-Jewish wedding. I Absolutely. We love that. Like, when, like now we're seeing bagels and shops and everything. It's a whole, you and know. use some words. People know what a schmuck means. Right. When I hear someone say schmuck or schlep, you know, or, you know, fuck I heard Wendy Williams once say it. And I said, oh, my God. Or even yes, if they complain. Wendy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we love that. But there is a difference between Adele, who just honestly wanted to be, you know, at the Jamaican, she grew up there, then a Kim Kardashian. Right. But you know what the thing that bothers me is I'm like, okay, so I think we all get it. We all appreciate. But then again, 
some things are becoming too much. Like I was told recently, you can't wear hoops anymore. I'm like, hoops? No. It's not true. That's just what Twitter, you know, I like what Ricky Gervais says, that Twitter is sometimes a virtual bathroom wall. I mean, if you wear hoops, I wear hoops. I get my spray tan. I wear gold jewelry. It's not That's just right. black. It's also Moroccan. My husband's Moroccan Jew, you know, so. Well, gold jewelry has been around forever. It's a Multiple Middle Eastern cultures. African thing. If anyone knows the history of Africa and Middle East, they're very close together. That's right. So, you know, cultures collide. Right. And that's what we're trying to say. So I want to say that, like, before you just make a judgment, it could be appreciation. And there's a lot of things. And I think, like you're saying, dividing it into camps is very bad because then you don't get new art. A lot of art today, music, theater, film, dance, whatever. It's a a whole combination of all these things coming together. I mean, yes, we do know that, like, Elvis stole from the African-American communities. That's obvious. Very obvious. And then from jazz and all of that. We we get that and even rap, you know, like, people love Eminem, but there you go. (laughs) I think Eminem today wouldn't be even allowed to make the music because he was... I remember Howard Stern had an interview with him. They're like, is that your real accent? The black scent, you know, and if there was social media, he'd be clowning because the truth is he, he was appropriating, but he also grew up around them. But he grew up in the, that's the thing. Like when I first, okay, so it can go both ways. When I first came to Montreal, I was originally from, you know, we're both originally from Brooklyn, New York. And I didn't realize at the time that I had a very thick accent. And I went to this public school and people started yelling at me. And I was like a tiny little, very pale girl. And They'd be like, you're not from Brooklyn. You're putting this on. I'm like, what am I putting on? And I started faking a Canadian accent. Apparently I was talking like this. They would make me say orange, well, coffee. Yeah, <laughs> and it goes, you know, I went to public school too. And I remember, you know, black people that were, you know, in in my class, you know, Haitian immigrants, you know, first generation um, and they would, you know, make call NDG DG or Shattergate, Texas, um, you know, and I'm sorry, you're not in America. And I would say, you know, I'm more gangster than you. I'm born in Brooklyn. And they all <laughs> they don't like that. Nobody likes that. Because it, there is a different experience, I'm sure, of being black in Canada or in America. I'm sure racism is still there. No, there's racism here, but you sh- I don't think you can survive being but, black in the U.S. Uh, right. It sounds very scary these days. Right. But, you know, so it, it's a whole different thing. So it's I, a very different thing. Emulations happen, even if you're black italian whatever emulations happen around the world especially now in our global world i mean literally we have the world at our fingertips and we're fighting about this you know what's crazy is you're going to have especially when you live in a multicultural i think maybe in the states there's not as many blended communities but we're used to incorporating all the different fashions all the different looks and we're not thinking oh we're stealing it's i like to think of it as we're celebrating because we actually are but we know people who legit steal like a kim kardashian right but she's using it to profit it's very trendy it's very different than for us tastemakers right yeah you know just everyday people you know last year when we went out for your birthday um there was a rapper there and he goes you you three are the hottest white girls you know am i gonna be i was like thank you you know well i decided to go to a jamaican restaurant because you know here in vancouver it's great they have amazing seafood and everything but i'm i was new here and i was like it would be great to try different foods here because i'm so used to like in montreal there's so many different cultures and here too but you you see a predominance of asian food which is delicious but i was like let's do something a little right. different and jamaican food is delicious like it's known so around good. the world for being delicious so are uh, we yeah. appropriating by going no they want our customer service they know they're opening a jamaican restaurant in vancouver they, they know what to expect it. yeah i mean <laughs> that's it i know here there's a lot of um natives and so they're right. very proud of the native art I'll have to be honest i don't like native food i've, I've tried a few i've never tried it it's not for me. Um, I feel bad saying that. I feel bad saying that too with the artwork. I feel I want to like native art. 
in Canada. It's not your taste? Not my The totem poles, they're okay for me. They're not breathtaking for me. Well, listen, that's the thing with art. You shouldn't feel bad. That's the reason I want to love it. I mean, I respect their plight. I think, you know, they signed a treaty, especially with the pipelines. You know, Trudeau nobody's forcing you to love their art. Listen, they do beautiful art, but that's the point of art. It's open to many different tastes. Some people like, I hate Picasso, for example. And then I saw an article years ago that said, oh, Picasso must have had migraines. And I'm like, that makes sense. I hate all his work. He beat his women, apparently. Oh, okay. With so, migraines. You know, so I hate Picasso and he's too. more energetic than I thought. <laughs> but you know, some people love Dolly. Some people, there's different art styles. That's the traditional art, but there's also modern art. There's performance art. I mean, the you think, especially in America, you know, what gets black people just every day, you know, what, and that would get me too, is that a lot of people who love the black culture, but when shit goes down, they don't speak out. Problem. So like Justin Bieber, for instance, all these people who've had yeah. black influence and they don't speak out. And I think that's the real issue when it's shit hits the fan. Okay. That's great. You can love our, you know, our skin. You can get lips, bigger right. lips, just like us, get a bigger booty, just like us. But Hey, when, when the good times are good, <laughs> fine. But when the bad times are there, you're like, where are you? Yeah, I think Madonna had that awkward moment early in the pandemic when uh, she had her kid do a tribute. Her her black adopted yeah. kid do a tribute by dancing. Everyone's like, we need a little more than that, Madonna. Come on, Madge. Right, and I actually <laughs> saw a, on a news article once, um, there was a, a black woman who goes to people's houses of white people who have adopted black kids, and they'll teach them how to do hair. And a lot of these white couples said, you know, it didn't even occur to me that her hair would be so different. And I think those are great things. Those are colliding yeah, things. Yeah, they're Let good people who've like adopted a child and they want to learn. Absolutely. I, I think that we have to calm down a bit because if we don't share and learn from each other, you know right. what I, I mean? I think Adele's was permissible, but I don't think, I still think Chloe, Kim, the they got to own okay up with to it. it. Yeah, they're, they're delighted with her. I mean, it's funny. Everyone tried to cancel her and they're like, no, she's invited to the cookout, which right. is the ultimate for that community well you know? so is billary ray cyrus apparently too i guess we gotta start saying you're be... invited to the seder well <laughs> that is true you know you know yeah. who's invited to the seder who let me think about it well also, i would have adele at the seder she can wear I her little jamaican bra <laughs> who else she I might have? be cold oh my gosh speaking of june news amare studemeyer the nba player just converted finished his that. conversion to judaism his new name is yoshafat so he can come to the Seder. Oh, my gosh. he. You know what? I'm married now, so he is not a lot of my Seder. <laughs> You're the worst. You are the worst. Oh, Don't. God. No. Sorry, Pat. You are not welcome to my Seder for selfish reasons. Is he married? No. Oh, no. Okay. Stay away. And I'm married. I, I didn't can't even know you watch temptation. sports of any kind. No, it's Times of Israel, girl. Oh, okay. Myself, that's how you keep yourself at your heritage. That's well, you know, I got to keep it going. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break for a quick commercial. Ooh, what's the commercial today? Well, speaking of culture, it's about berets. Mm. Can't quite pull off a scarf? Have you lost your fascinator? Of course. <laughs> Do you need a hat that's not really quite a hat? Covers a bit, but not too much. From military chic to a national symbol of the French, a beret can sit anywhere on your perch, tilted to the side, and eye roll at anyone who passes by while dangling a cigarette from your lip. For posh looks or downtown cool, a beret works for any season or mood. And, and we're, we're back. back. I yeah. love a good beret. You know, I got one because uh, they're very into football, soccer, you know, the French. And when we were getting married, 
the French had, uh, it had taken 20 years for them to be in the finals. And Bruno's like, this is a big deal. If they lose, it's going to be bad luck for our the wedding. The French always surrender, oh. guys. They know. No, they were <laughs> champions. <laughs> we were celebrating like crazy. It's the middle of the day. You know what I mean? So I got a pink beret and wore one of those striped mariner shirts. You know, I got to have the look if I'm going to sit there and watch I mean, the this game. This is beautiful. It is great, but I don't find really purposes to wear it. And I have received beautiful scarves. My friend Tram gave me this gorgeous scarf, but I can never quite wear it. I always feel like it's too mature, even though I'm turning 40. Well, speaking of, that is true, but speaking of um, also cultural appropriation, uh, what about religious appropriation with Jerry Falwell Jr.? Oh, so, my God. If you guys don't typical, know, though. Jerry Falwell Jr., his dad is Jerry Falwell who basically mobilized the evangelical vote to what it is today. So, you know, they're a big voting bloc in the United and, and States. And they're uh, responsible for Liberty University. Right. Very so okay. then Jerry Falwell <laughs> Jr. is his son, and he's the head of Liberty University. So he's very religious, very pro-life, pro-everything, you know, anti-gay, everything. And it recently came out that him and Becky have quite a kink. They're swingers. and No, no, no. He's a cuck. That's different. Right. Wait. They basically had this pool boy um, have sex with his wife, Becky, while he watched Giancarlo. Can you imagine? His name is Giancarlo. I bet he wore a beret. Do the accent again. Giancarlo. Hola. Becky is screwing him. And the worst part about it is, I wouldn't mind if that's your kink. Fine. You're allowed. But you can't be this moral toting guy while you're having a kink like that. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just Becky was having some fun. He liked to sit in a room in a corner, probably jerking off. And he would be giggling. John Carlo said, I can't do it. John Carlo. Well. So he was he said he'd be giggling. He was weirded out. I mean, you could tell he's not lying, this guy. And the worst part about it, Jerry Falwell blamed it on his wife. Of course, it's the oldest trick in the book, which is just awful. But I love Becky. But, you know, you can't talk about immorality, especially at a speech about immorality in marriages. Right. When you're you're doing that. Right. And the thing is, that's crazy, is that this is an actual fetish. There's no reason to be ashamed. Absolutely. He's what I don't know if I'm saying the word right. A cuck. It's when someone purposely there just to watch and be a voyeur. A lot of people are into this. There's a whole category on Pornhub, I'm sure, in any whatever. It's cuckold, cuck. Right. Is it cuck? Cuck? And what's really bad about this, it's always like when there's a pedophile in religious communities, ruins it for the whole thing. Or, you know, now they're (laughs) going to. So it doesn't add to the Christian vote now because it's like, well, you know, there's been a long lineage of preachers who have been, you know, found like Ted Haggard with a, you know, a prostitute in methamphetamines. Well, well, here we go. It's the age old adage of the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> you know, when someone's too concerned about what's going on in someone else's bedroom, that's that's the red flag right there. It's a lot of projection. And the thing that he projected was, you know, his marriage is everything. Meanwhile, he's letting this pool boy, 21 years old at the time, Fuck his wife, and he's watching. But then the next day, he does a speech on, you know, the values of marriage. And you know what? This pool boy thing is just distracting from the first scandal that brought it out. There was a picture he posted first. I think she's the nanny or something. They both had their pants open with their underwear showing, just trying to show off how much, like, they had eaten. But there was obviously a familiarity between the two. You know what I mean? It's like a little bit of an Epstein is boxers. Yeah. Yeah. But at Epstein, she's like a younger girl, whatever. So who knows what's going on? The point is, we don't care what you're doing in your marriage, but he was the one passing judgment on everyone else. I don't think you can go to that university without taking some kind of pledge. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, because he is who he is, he's getting away with a $10 million settlement. And this whole Becky shaming is ridiculous. Not only is she Becky with the good hair, I imagine. (laughs) 
but she's begging with a good sex. Right. And, and you know, I also think too, especially growing up guy. with religious fundamentalism, you can't, you know, we see it all the time where the biggest porn searches are always in places where sex is restricted, like Saudi Arabia, because they fetishize women and women's sexuality so much that they explode. I mean, they that's why they have to cover up the women. They they really will lunge at a woman because they're not even allowed to be in the presence of a woman. And, and these poor men, because now what's happening is this as women are feeling comfortable being themselves more and more. They have to be worried. We might lunge at them if you're looking too Absolutely. fine. I mean, that's why I said, <laughs> you might Yoshika, have to cover up, mister. You know, Amare Studemeyer, you are not welcomed up my yeah. Seder. You know, I am a married woman. Yeah, you might want to, ooh, I dropped my pencil. Can you pick that up? <laughs> Someone's been swerking no. out, right. squatting with them glutes. There is temptation. I mean, I am a married woman, Amare yes, Studemeyer. Do not come at me. Well, listen, I don't know if Amari's listening, but if you are, you heard it here, Amari. Well, who knows? He probably has set his eyes on somebody. Oh, that mean, is true. You know. Yeah, you know. You know, they're in the bubble there at the NBA, right? Yeah, that so, is true. You know. Who knows what they're doing? But <laughs> I just want to say that, like, it's we're cool if you appropriate from us and share and love. I'm going to continue wearing hoops, except they get too heavy after a while. So I got to get the cheap it's ones. True. But then they hurt my ears. So it's a I never have little battle. gold dangle, dangly oh, hoops yeah. with, with uh, hearts a on thing them. On it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the little ones, they're okay with the caucasity of us wearing. I do like a big hoop, though, sometimes. And you know what? If I'm appropriating, you know what? You can rant about me on Twitter. And I will say to the white girls, if you do want to appropriate and get the box braids, they're very painful and you have to sit there for hours. And they're called black box braids. Box braids or the cornrows or whatever. But I will say this. I just want to say one last thing. When I got them, I was like, oh, my God, because it was summer. And I was walking down the street and it was very, very hot. And all of a sudden I was on to carry and this breeze blew and it just went right through my hair. It was like having an air conditioner on my head. Oh, that's amazing. I was like, this is why uh, they do this. Well, it's a protective hairstyle as well. It's a cooling system. I've always said I wanted a lace front wig. Yeah, we know, girl. You've said it a couple <laughs> times on the show. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, guys, if you like what you hear for the end of season one. Oh, my God. Season one. I know. We're concluding, girl. Look at us. Yeah. If you like what you hear, don't forget to check us out weekly on iTunes or on your preferred platform. Please give us a rating and subscribe to the show. You can give us the stars you think Mm -hmm. we deserve. Come on. Give us those stars. Mm -hmm. Check out our website, allkindspodcast.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at allkindsweekly or on Instagram at allkindspodcast. We look forward to hearing from you, and maybe we can discuss it on our next show. Thanks for listening.